When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Navigation system. Please say a command. On. Ignition. Powered. Seatbelts. Fastened. Shift. Drive. Twin City sports fans, hold on tight. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, this is the Ride with Royce. He's going the distance. Once again, I've discovered uh, why the popularity of Ricey and Suture as co-workers, we give guys b- money for beer and let them leave anytime they want to. That's, uh, <laughs> it's been that's, the secret to success the all these years. secret of a hard-driven uh, show. Yeah, here, go drink beer and we don't have to have you on here. So, yeah, this is at the uh, last ride with Ricey. And you know what? I think I have booked a couple of guests. I know Chip's going to be here about 4.30. I can't remember who the others are, so if somebody oh. shows up. You uh, know what we'll this just, is going to be, Pat? We'll just put them on the air. This is Pulpery Radio. Yes, it You're is. You're going to get a little we bit of everything. talk about a lot of things. <laughs> and uh, here's our first guest, Row the Boat Guy. Come up here, Row the Row Boat. Row the Boat Come Guy. Come up here, Row the Boat here. Guy. Manny, why don't you Row grab him a wireless guy. mic? Or wireless Give him yeah. a wireless mic. Ruck, will you grab that black yes. microphone right there and uh, give it to Roll get, the Boat Guy? Did you guy? get a little yep. video of uh, Roll the Boat Guy there, uh, Fensky? Here you go. Uh, hello, Roll the Boat Guy. Hello. I miss Joe, Mr. Funhouse Adelson, and I want the X back, Patrick Weissy. <laughs> you want the X back? The X back. We got to get it from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, the X. Axe. I thought you said X. I didn't oh. know. I thought we still had the X here. I didn't know. You know, you were about four when we last had the X, right? Yeah. I mean, you were a little tiny kid. No, yeah. You, you know, you were, you were still crapping your pants when uh, they uh, yeah. when last time they yeah, had the X. I was in high school. Now, I got a question for you, Row the Boat Guy. Yeah. You were yesterday... Yeah. Uh, you were yelling at me, row the boat. You had yeah. a big uh, bucket of Martha's cookies. Yeah. The game was about to start, and you were saying, row the boat and eating cookies at the fair. Why the hell weren't you down at the game? Where I was were you? seeing the Paco Jokos yesterday night. That's why. Oh, oh to mess up you, Patrick Weissy. Okay. All right. So uh, who, who was it? Who was here? The Impractical the Jokers. Impractical Jokers. Yes. Oh, okay. So that's more important to you than Coach Flex's team fighting its heart out in the season opener. 
the uh, the the practical jokers. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I did not know it was the same day, or else I would have went to the golfers game too. All right, well, row the boat, guy. Congratulations on that victory over a highly rated opponent, the New Mexico yeah. State, whatever yeah. the hell they call themselves. Thank yeah. you, row yeah. the boat, yes, guy. Sir. Thanks, row yeah, the boat, well, guy. Uh, I was about to do that to you last year, but you were off the stage last year, so <laughs> I did it to you on the stage. All right, thank you, row the boat, guy, ladies and gentlemen. Row the boat, guy. All right. I'm not exactly 100% sure of what that last statement was. But, but it was fun, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it was. It was a lot of fun. We, uh, we give our critics time here, too. I think I think Row the Boat Guy has detected that I've uh, expressed some skepticism <laughs> about, you think uh, so? about Phil Fleck. Yes, uh, I have. So I got to admit, uh, now, Reavers, you were out here with the beer show. Yep. So by the time you got home, there was really little gopher football to see. Right? I listened to a little bit. I will admit I listened to a little bit of it on my drive home. But, yeah, I did not get to see either game last night, gophers or vikings. I didn't get to see a whole now, lot last night. I got a question for the gophers. They have, they have let the uh, big uh, sports station... Sell their, they've sold their souls to the big sports station now, right? Sure. Go for football. Okay. Last night, you're opening the regular season. You're not on the big station. You're not. You go for football because it gets preempted for a Vikings exhibition game. And then I, so I went to their AM station, and it wasn't on there either. So I finally messed around on the dial, and it was on the uh, the uh, oldies station, 107.9. So, anyway, you're, you're saying that it's I'm saying uh, you're being treated like third-class citizens, and you're really only second-class citizens. You shouldn't be uh, treated like third-class citizens. So that's what I'm saying. I got gotcha. you. All right. Now I heard today, uh, Phil very excited, not Phil Fleck, Phil Mackey, and declared, or I guess Murph declared. That it was the best gopher quarterback in 20 years. Oh, boy. Annick's dead. Uh, and, uh, well, uh, from what game, I saw, huh? he looked okay, but Adam Weber was pretty good. As a Wasn't freshman, he? yeah, yeah. He yeah, was. Considering he was, Adam he Weber had, damn, like, 17 different offensive coordinators, he was actually Yeah, Adam Weber was good. real good until the dummy started messing with him. But Adam Weber, I'd say him, he was pretty good. Abdul Kalik wasn't bad. He was pretty good. Yeah, Abdul Billy Cochran Kalik. was pretty good. Yeah, they were. I think it's a little early. I think it's a little early to say he's, you know, he is better than Demery Croft and whatever the hell the other guys do. Orota. I'll, I'll say John that. Orota. Yeah, I'm I, not I, sure he's better than Phil Nelson, to be honest. I, I will say from the from the little bit, because I didn't watch the whole game either, because I was at a uh, high school game last night. But um, from, the, from the highlights and everything that I saw, it looks like, Zach Anxta, it looks like he's at least competent. Oh, yeah, I'm and sure it looks he, like there yeah, is, he looked good. It looks like there is going to be some threat of a passing game this year, which is and they got more than, lacking the last And one other decade. problem, uh, uh, Manny, for about five years has been they've had one receiver. Yeah. There was only one now guy. They have, they have, now they have one One year it was May, and one year it was, you know, a couple of years it was Wolitarski, and they've only and had last one year, receiver. Last year it looked like they were gonna, it was going to be Tyler Johnson, but then they started, teams started keying in on him and yeah. completely neutralized him, and they had no other they options. They have other receivers. That's good. But you know what makes it easy to uh, uh, play quarterback? When every time you hand the ball off, you make seven yards. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. That helps. <laughs> yes, you know, Manny, right. I'm glad you mentioned Second and three. That <laughs> makes it easy. Manny, I'm glad you mentioned that because I know, Pat, you uh, vehemently object to school starting before Labor Day, which I completely agree with you. But it, we're starting football too early. Thursday yeah. before Labor Day weekend? 
for yeah. high school football? I think, but I think that's part of the reason why so many schools. Because I think the state high school league gives the schools options to decide. They leave it up to the schools Thursday to decide if they want to play oh, okay. Thursday or but Friday. Here, and most of them want to want to get that game in. Well, because they're such Labor they're because they're such dummies that they have to put every team in the playoffs. They got to get started. Oh, early. so the okay. You know, start a week later and throw half the teams out, right? Yeah, if, if you, you if, if you, you finish, finish fifth, le- yes, exactly. If you finish fifth in an eight-team league, uh, you know what? Most of them don't want to play any more games anyway. Send me home because they're rotten. <laughs> I got the hell kicked out of me enough this year. Thank you very much. So, uh, you know, there should be a regular season standard. Did we have any upsets? I, I didn't check the scoreboard from high school football. Uh, boy, last Eden Prairie got fourteen early and then held on to be win fourteen to nine over Eastview. So. Uh, that was not as impressive as it was supposed to be. But uh, Creighton and Totino must have been a hell of a game. End up going in an overtime. Uh, Totino scores, kicks the point. Creighton scores and overtime and goes for two and beats him 22-21. My Hastings wow. Raiders were very impressive last really? night. Really? Good 49 for them. 49 to nothing over, over Henry Sibley. Henry last Sibley, night. yeah. Okay. They were, uh, Is that a product good. of Hastings being that good or Henry Sibley I, not being very good? I, I think it might have been a little bit of both. I think the Raiders are a little bit better. I think there's an improvement there. And um, I don't know, Henry Sibley was, uh, they did not look too good last night. Oh, did you did you get it there in time to announce or not? Uh, well, no, it was a it was a road game. Okay, so the home right. game's not till the first home game's not till next Friday. So uh, you're 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 on board to be the uh, PA guy. Though, yes, huh? yes, and I will be here for the last ride with Royce through its entirety, and I'm going to race like race hell to like get to Hastings <laughs> and hopefully get there before Note kickoff Note to State Patrol. You see a guy yeah. barreling well, down I, 55. You know what? The last ride with Ricey next Friday, I don't see anything wrong with running a taped interview at 542. <laughs> Do you? We can all leave early. I like what that plan. And let's make sure we mention it to the and, mayor, too. And how about a... A rerun of a tape. Oh, that would be spectacular. A tape, tape interview. That would be. Uh, whatever TK tells us next week, we could run that at five forty-two. I love that. I absolutely get love the that. hell out of Dodge. Right. right? That would be. Uh, that would be a very good idea. I'd say the mayor had his largest crowd ever today, wouldn't you? Uh, in my time on being a yes, GL, was that was fantastic. the biggest crowd oh, yeah. we've ever had. It was fantastic. Very. Ha- of course, one advantage he had is he had his relatives here. Yes, he did. So that's like half of it. You know, even even the all the family, the kid, the grandkids all uh, dr- uh, flew in. And I everything. do love that he had all the grandkids, and then there was two more. He said, "I don't know who these kids are." <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was two. Uh, two uh, I think it was a niece and a, it was a niece and a nephew. Oh, okay. uh, I believe. They came along. Yeah, right. Roll the boat guy is still holding up his yes, signs out here, even though That's he got right. publicity. I don't know what the row the boat man wants out of us. Do you? Uh, I, I don't. He, he wants just, you to row the boat, Pat. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know. He I, wants you to get on board. Yeah, I, I'm still. He wants you to get on dinghy. board and row the boat. Row the boat. Okay. All right. If I row that boat, she might capsize. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. All right. I clicked over to the uh, Viking exhibition game last night, and just as they were putting up the notice that. Uh, Fred Zamberletti uh, was uh, at Methodist Hospital and uh, in uh, and carrying had a carrying bridge site, so I uh, contacted uh, Chad Oslin, who's a real good buddy of his, and Chad was over in the hospital room with him uh, this morning. So I went over there. I mean, uh, last night, and he arranged it. So I went over there this morning, saw Freddie, and Freddie uh, has a uh, an infection. 
in his body, and he's not going to recover from it. And uh, so uh, he hasn't been able to communicate for a few days now. Oh, man, could, I did not know he that. He can still know. He can still tell. Uh, you, you can tell when you're talking to him, his eyes, uh, you know, he's, his eyes. He just, he just can't express himself. But uh, middle of July, he started having a big pain in his back. And he went to Fairview, Southdale for three days, and they checked him out and couldn't find anything. And uh, then he went to the Masonic home for rehab for about oh, another three weeks or so. And that wasn't helping, and he finally ended up going into Methodist. And after five days, they found this infection in his spine. And now, by then, it had uh, really gotten out of control. And he had two infections going at one time. And anyway, uh, Freddie's... Uh, Freddie's on his last legs here and uh, at Methodist Hospital. 86 years old. A, a great American, there's no doubt oh, about man. it. He's yeah, always sure. a lot of fun. I got In January, Chad and I went out to see him at his uh, place. He had, a, he had a nice place in a senior living and uh, place, and we talked to him. I went out to get a couple of Jim Marshall stories for a piece I was doing, and 90 minutes later, I said, <laughs> okay, Fred, I got to go. <laughs> but it was always fun to... The best part of going to Mankato, which I'd only do once or twice a a training camp, though, was when Freddie, in the, you know, 80s and 90s, when Freddie would meander over and start BSing. Those were always fun. And, of course, same thing at Winter Park, if you got to see Freddie. He was the trainer. I think uh, somebody said he was the third employee of the, he was a young trainer down at Iowa, 28 or 9. He was the third employee hired by the uh, Vikings. Wow! And uh, and he was the he was the chief trainer till 2003, and he's been named the historian since then. Some of these historians tell documents and stuff on teams. Freddie just does it from total recall. <laughs> you know, that's right that's what makes head. him a historian. But uh, wow. yeah, Freddie, uh, a uh, very good Roman Catholic, by the way. Uh, his uh, his daughter told me uh, he's got three daughters and a son, and his daughter Julie, who's been staying out there with him, uh, told me that uh, they basically contacted six different priests, uh, and uh, to, that Freddie had dealt with in the past, telling them, "Come on out if you want to." <laughs> and she said he had communion three times one day, which is uh, which is a little bit overkill in the Roman Catholic Church. So, um, but uh, anyway. Uh, He'll be missed. He's a hell of a guy. I guess Bud was out a couple days ago and did not take it well. He was. Uh, I bet. Now, yeah. now, Coach Burns was at a funeral in Detroit, I guess. But Burns, he's still getting around enough. He went to a funeral in Detroit, and he probably went out to see Zambi later today uh, because uh, I, I'm not sure uh, what's what's the prognosis as far as time is concerned but uh you know i don't have as many uh, zambrelletti stories as you do pat obviously but uh, i do remember when i was a young up-and-coming aspiring radio intern for another station across town uh we were tasked with going out there to get sound bites and this and that during a, a vikings practice early in the season one day this would have been i believe early in the 2001 season and uh, i was clearly in the wrong spot and freddie looked at me and said Kid, can't stand there. <laughs> and I said, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> They're asking for a little more noise out front here. Can we do that? I can, that's yeah. about as high as I can turn that's around. That's about all okay. it got. That's about all we got. Can you hear it? No. 
Well, here. that's as high as, it, as sorry, I can get her to go. Sorry, that's all we got. Yeah. That's as much juice as I got, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I'm sorry. All right. Well, anyway. anyway uh, well, sure. that's too bad. It's a shame to hear about a great guy. I'm sure your yeah. stepdad and Oscar oh. Oscar and uh, Zambi oh, yeah. were big buddies. Uh, uh, Zambi sure. loved yeah. them all. Yeah. And one of the uh, – he, he's got a voicemail message from uh, Randy Moss, I think, last night. And uh, he uh, – I'll tell you what. He loved players uh, – couple of times, I think, I remember once I wrote something critical of uh, Anthony Carter, kind of based on a general impression and body language and wondering, you know, if he, if he, uh, you know, if he had a little of uh, what, what would prove out to be Randy Moss in him. And Zambi called me up and said, I got to tell you, you're wrong about that one. This guy gives it. He says, you're wrong about it. Oh, Carter. really? Yeah, and he never, it's not like he did that routinely. He might have done it. I think that's the only time he ever did it, but he he called up to tell me that uh, Anthony Carter uh, put as much into it as anybody. So that was uh, that was actually nice of him. I didn't uh, take it as a complaint. It no, was, uh, it was some inside info. But uh, a great guy, and uh, uh, he uh, he uh, he's confident in where he's going when this is all over. <laughs> That's, uh, let's let's hope he's right uh, about that. Could but. you imagine if uh, if there was a book that he could put together the stories he might be able to tell over all those years, Pat? Holy yeah, cow! Yeah. Well, you know, one probably one reason he didn't do it is because there was too dang many stories he couldn't tell. <laughs> right. right? <laughs> That's how you stay on the payroll, baby. But you, t- you know, all these teams that want to talk about being a family now, in. 2018, the Vikings, oh, we're a family. No, you're not a family. You're a great big conglomerate. You're a family when you're getting ready for an NFC playoff game by practicing at Nokomis Park, you know, <laughs> out there, you know, because you don't want to stay. You can't go back to Midway and the, the ball, you know. There's a, you know, that Bud and these guys, they were all the best of friends, you know. They were they were all buddies. And uh, and uh, one of Zambi's daughters today told me that Zambi is, you know, he's a child of the Depression from Iowa, dirt poor, and Bud's a child of the Depression in Superior, Wisconsin. And they both always, uh, they didn't want to pay retail, either of them, you know. <laughs> and uh, one of his daughters, Lori, uh, told me that uh, basically they competed to see who could get the best deal. <laughs> but, but and Zambi. Uh, so, uh, but you're right. I mean, it, there is a significant difference, Patty. Oh, sure. And just like knowing, knowing my stepdad and just how close he is with, you know, Jim Marshall and, and uh, you know, Chuck Foreman and all those guys. And even, even guys that, because Oscar played late 60s into the mid-70s. Sure. Even guys that came and played for the Vikings afterwards that Oscar wasn't actually yeah. even teammates with, you know, late, early 80s, late 70s, and that sort of thing. Like, he's developed really close, strong relationships with them, too. I mean, it's, it's a little bit different now than what it was back then. And you know what the ultimate uh, sign of affection from Zambi was? When he called you old... And then old marshals, you know, and, and, and not old as an age. No, a term of endearment, old, yes, yeah. And then old, uh, then old Bernsey, then old, uh, you know, old Oz, you know, if he, yeah. if he threw that old in front of it, then it was, uh, then, then you were, uh, you were a special player. Not, so not like when we call you old. No. It's a no, much different, no. uh, much different And term. for damn good reason, <laughs> you know, it, it is old, you know. When they say old Ricey people, they usually put another adjective in between. Right, right. So, uh, Bleeping. 
Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's that's right. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Zambi is. Uh, I wrote a piece about it. They've already posted it at the Star Tribune uh, dot com. If uh, somebody wants to read that, and uh, it's funny, he's uh, he was so frugal that uh, one of his daughters said. Hey, can you make this a long piece? Because then we won't have to buy a paid obit. <laughs> and Dad would be very upset if we paid for an obit. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Chip Scoggins, Star Tribune columnist with us. Family day at the fair for the Scoggins clan. And you told me the uh, Scoggins youth uh, like the fair. Huh? Yes, this is uh, family day number two. Okay. Uh, so, uh, but the older two, uh, they're old enough to wear... It's not cool to be with mom and dad anymore. No, so, so, they just so we got the we got the the seventh grader, but the uh, the two high schoolers they come late at night and run around. Okay, the, uh, well, midway, so. uh, Chip, this is uh, yeah, in your time uh, in town to- in town here now. What twelve, thirteen years? Oh, no, eighteen. Eighteen years. Yeah. You have watched this thing turn into a ever increasing phenomenon. The yeah. state fair it gets bigger. It's amazing. We were out here last Saturday. And we come every year because uh, we always do the, the Vikings roundtable here. Yeah. So we try to – it's typically that Saturday, but that uh, – the first Saturday here. 220, It was unbelievable. Even like two if they're million. lying, even if they're lying, that's two, 200,000. There, there were parts, there were roads where you literally could not walk. You would have to stop, <laughs> you know. And I saw there was one woman who was in an electronic uh, yeah. a wheelchair and was towing – grandkids in a wheelbarrow like a, a wagon behind her with, wow. with four million people here i'm like lady this is not gonna not work, gonna work. <laughs> That's not gonna yeah work. but they will not be deterred man. they're going they're going where they're going uh one observation about the gophers yes they have more than one receiver for the first time in five years you yeah. don't have to throw it to either wallet tarski or kj may that's the thing last year poor tyler johnson yeah. it was you either threw it to him or you didn't you didn't throw it you know you didn't throw it and uh I like these freshmen, Rashad Bateman, uh, Chris Ottman Bell, and Demetrius Douglas. Now they're they're freshmen, so yeah. they, are they all true? Uh, I know uh, uh, Bateman. Is. Bateman's true. Uh, Ottman Bell and, and Douglas both got hurt. Yeah. It's funny. I went to camp one of the, the day I went to camp uh, last year, and Ottman Bell was making. He might be my favorite of the group, but he was making all these plays. I'm like, wow, this kid's going to help him. He came down on someone's foot and didn't. He missed the whole year in that practice, and so yeah, they have talent, and it's obvious when you see those guys. Now they're going to go through their struggles, but at least they have some guys that can run and make plays and catch the ball. Well, the other – I mean, Annex did uh, – I read your column. Uh, you liked him, thought he looked good. Uh, but uh, they, they might also be able to protect a little bit. This yeah. Year. That offensive line It's better. Was, it's still not great, yeah. but it's better. Um, the thing I liked about Annex that is when there was an easy pass to be made, yeah, he, he completed. completed it. How many yeah. times the last seven years – do we see a screen pass go at a guy's ankles? No. Or he's having to twist back this way to we catch it. We talked about it's that like, last segment. It's just competence. It's he just, just looks, throw the easy pass. looks like a natural quarterback. Yeah, he, he was off a, a touch on his deep balls. Um, he he's kinda not over- supposed to have a real strong. Yeah, right. well, it's funny. There were a couple throws. Big, that, strong kid. Though. He's big. Well, he look, that's the thing. When you look at him, you're like, that's what a Big Ten quarterback should look like. He's 6'3", yeah. 220. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, the, the deep ball stuff, I think that'll happen. Um, it, he, he threw nice passes is just you know just a touch off and so and tyler johnson could have i think could have laid out and caught one so it was encouraging you know you have to throw out the caveat that that team is awful well you know the funny thing is they went to a some kind of a bowl game last year playing this uh weird schedule that they play but when you see that uh the uh, 
When you see it took them 58 minutes to cross the 50 against Wyoming, that makes you well, a little nervous. Did you see the first play of the game? Literally, their first play, they throw a screen pass. The guy is wide open. There's no one anywhere around him. He's going to run 10 yards. He drops it. Mm-hmm. It's right in his hands. And wow. it's just, they, they probably had five or six drops that were guys should have caught. So You know, it's amazing. That guy, when, when they beat Kill up here in Kill's first home mm-hmm. game, right? Yep. That guy, that was a, he, Somebody had got run out late, right? Yeah, like and he, it was a summer, last, yeah. and they named this guy as the last gasp coach, and he's still there. He's managed to survive. Everybody thought it was kind of an yeah. interim coach, but I don't know. I wonder what they're going to do with football. They don't have; they're not in a league. the The Mountain West isn't going to take them. No, so I wonder where they're going to end up. Yeah, the I don't Sun Belt know. isn't even going to take them. No, no, they threw no. them out. Or yeah, they threw them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Mountain West will take no. them for sure. No, no. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, this is, you know, you. When you lose at home, and, and Craig Bowles done a really nice job at Wyoming, but when you lose like that at home to Wyoming, that's not good. I got to say, and boy, this is uh, strange coming from me, I've been surprised at the level of pessimism about their uh, ability to win like seven games because those games they play at home, they got – you know they got six. They got yeah. They, they can win six at home easy. Well, it, it, I was the only tough game at home. That's the thing. Purdue's okay. Their road games are hard. Yeah, and they're going to lose. They're going to lose them anyway. Yeah, but but the home games absolutely. I to me, it, I want to see Maryland. Next week. They could beat Maryland. Yeah, Maryland's such a mess with everything yeah. going on there. You don't know, but you know, first road game for a true freshman quarterback. I, oh, I think yeah. I'll call it a loss. I think next week is really going to be a pretty interesting barometer for this team and really what they are because Fresno, hey, they won 10 games last year with Jeff Tedford. He's a really good coach. They got a They'll throw some stuff at you offensibly. Oh, that they Tedford won't offense. Be, they won't be incompetent. Yeah. I don't know. Did they play this weekend, Fresno? I yeah, they play Saturday. got a uh, sort of a layup game and then they're here next week and then at UCLA wow. the next week. So, uh, but, but that quarterback, he was honorable mention all Mountain West last year, so he's back. Uh, you know a Tedford offense is going to be like tough to, throw to defend. They're going to throw yeah. it all over. Me, you and and I, Pat, me and Pat saw it out in Cal. Yeah, we saw <laughs> it. With Deshaun oh, Jackson. I doubt if he'll have the same athletes he had that day. Marshawn Lynch, Deshaun Jackson. Uh, the quarterback was uh, the big, strong yeah. kid. Uh, he was oh, a Heisman But that talk, wasn't yeah. all. They had uh, the, the best was an underclassman. He wasn't even starting, I don't think. It, and uh Oh man, they had a couple. They had about I, who was five the quarterback? The quarterback was a Heisman. No, I'm trying to think of who it was. No, Nathan Nat 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 some Nate somebody. Well, great, I just great remember big, strong guy. You knew they didn't really. They weren't uh, afraid of losing because Deshaun Jackson kept on his punt returns. He was trying to break. Oh yeah, every time he was running back. And well, forth. that's yeah. what I always said about that that whole game is. They would run around right end and see they only had six yards, so they'd say the hell with it, and they'd come and take it back, try to go to the house. Mace wasn't in a good mood after that no. one. He did not want to be playing that game. That's the only Power 5 team he played yes. in a non-conference game <laughs> in 10 years. Yeah, Nate Longshore. Well, who was the other wide, they had no. another wide receiver then, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They did have. They, they had two. There's a couple others that I forget. Yeah. I don't know yeah. who's on that team. Manny will look up. Yeah. He he was not. That was not his. 2006 first Cal. Yeah. And then they came in here the next year and they. Uh, Wasn't that the was that Deshaun and, Jackson? Yeah. Yep. But there's another Jackson, one. And I think there was one more. Okay. Because yeah. Marshawn was there too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But they came in here the next year and Best got that uh, concussion yeah. Yeah, and his never, his career was never the same. Yeah. He, he was going to be an animal that followed him into the NFL too. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, 
They had a you. You wonder what uh, that might have been going on there with Cal's recruiting that they were making. They're bringing in athletes. All of a sudden, they were out out recruiting everybody USC, on the West yeah. Coast. Well, yeah. that's the thing. I mean, you would think a beautiful campus like that, yeah. and you're in California. That that's a program that should always be at least decent, right? Yes. It should always be an eight win, nine win team there. I would think. But uh, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, that was a bad day for me because <laughs> I was expressing some disappointment that Coach uh, Mason had not come out of the locker room with some rather strong adjectives, and all the reporters were looking at me, Chip, and these guys were looking at me with this look like, and Mason, Mason's wife and daughter were standing behind me <laughs> as, as I was expressing uh, uh, disappointment, let's sure. say, in strong and profane language. I look like a, vent- I look like a ventriloquist trying to tell Patrick that that's his wife. Right Don't speak was, so loud. Was was <laughs> I was like, Pat, shh, shh. Uh, what, uh, uh, boy, you know what one of the great miracles in Gopher football history is that Antoine Winfield didn't yeah. tell him to go screw themselves and, and leave. Yeah. After getting hung up on that. Are you giving uh, Coach Fleck field. a little credit then for keeping He must have uh, helped convince well, him. Well, I would tell you this. Antoine Winfield Sr. wanted him to transfer. He was not happy yeah, with this place to to at Ohio all. State, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a lot of talk that he was going to go back to a, uh, University of Houston or back okay. home, you know, yeah. where they live. But, um, you know, Antoine has a lot of friends here. He likes yeah. the school. You know, the thought of, okay, you got to go sit out. he's only a freshman, out. right? Didn't he get a, no, he another a, year? Well, he got a red shirt this past year. So okay. he, he played as a true freshman. Okay, was so a, like he's a, a sophomore. Yeah. Some people had him on, you know, freshman All-American teams. He's, he was a great player as a freshman. And then he had the injury last year. So the thing, they, the thing with him, Pat, if he's three inches taller, he's playing at Ohio State. Oh he, yeah, he's that talented of a play. He's a different. Well, his maker. old man was five foot eight and the best yeah. tackler I ever saw. That, that was the knock on him. He's just they, you know, the the big boys thought he was mm-hmm. too short, and he is a dying. Why? Uh, why safety? Is he? Uh, do they need it, need him at safety more? Than yeah. The well, they they've played him at corner. Uh, they'll line him up at, at the slot nickel, so he'll okay. play on the slot. He'll play safety. They move him all over because he's that, and and he's such a, you know, dynamic player that. He didn't return punts as a freshman or last year, and P.J. said, well, let's see if he can do it. I'd have to go back and look up when it was, but Ohio State played here in the Metrodome, and they defeated the Gophers. That'll come as a shock to you. But uh, (laughs) he was so good as a, like a 5'8 junior, I ended up going downstairs and writing my column about this little tackling machine before he was ever. Did he win the Thorpe? He might have ended up winning it, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, but he hadn't won it by then, but he, he might have won it that same. In year. my years of covering the Vikings and being around him, pound for pound might oh, be as good as. I mean, he he was. There was a game. It was the Philadelphia game um, when we got snowed in, and we're, when there was no snow, and they snowed us in. They played on on Tuesday. Oh, the the Joe Webb game. The Joe Webb game, but yeah. it was they blitzed him nineteen times mm-hmm. off the edge, and he just completely dominated that game. He was, I mean. Uh, Fred Puggage was the, the acting defense coordinator. He said, you know what, just one heck with it. Let's just uh, blitz. You know, he doesn't have the interceptions, and which is an overrated stat. He, yeah. sh- he should be a Hall of Fame contender. If He's you, a fantastic player. If you look at just pure tacklers and, and his ability to play so many different positions, I mean, he, he was perfect for that slot nickel role now that everybody's trying to yeah. find. He was the absolute textbook type of player that you want and now everybody that's a you know that's an important role in the team now uh, chip scoggins is with us star tribune a sports columnist we're out here on the porch the last ever ride with ricey at the uh, minnesota state fair and 
My last ever appearance at the Minnesota State Fair. Not radio, ever. <laughs> Chip Scoggins is with us, Star Tribune sports columnist. Uh, some pretty good college games tomorrow. Michigan oh. at uh, Michigan Notre Dame. Where are they playing? Is it at, at Notre Michigan. Dame? At or Michigan. At Michigan. Yeah. I like Michigan in that one. Yeah, I do too. Uh, Notre Dame. Uh, that's a good way to ruin your season right off the bat, though. It, if yeah, it is. Game, right? Go you, there. You also have uh, Washington, which some people think is going to be a playoff team playing at Auburn. Yes. Or is that in Atlanta? But they're playing Auburn. Um, and there's another top 25 matchup, uh, Florida State and uh, somebody. Uh, well, Miami is. Miami. Mi- uh, Miami's playing who? Miami's uh, got a big Miami. LSU. LSU, Miami. LSU, LSU, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, by uh, the that's way, on Sunday. By the way, uh, you, got, you know Tom Linneman. Mm-hmm. A uh, good friend of all of ours. Uh, we've worried about him in the past. <laughs> you know, there's been occasions. He's going to the LSU game tomorrow. Oh, boy. We may never see him. He might be laying out. Oh, God heavens. He might be laying out against a pot of booze. Yeah. Sunday. <laughs> well, the game's Sunday. Yeah. LSU and oh, Miami Sunday. Sunday. Well, that a, uh, oh, good. That gives him a whole weekend. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> to uh, embarrass is that a uh, Is that a night game, I hope? 6.30 kickoff Whoa. on ABC. Oh, okay. yeah. LSU at night, put it on your bucket list. Oh, that yeah. is, uh, <laughs> and Florida State and Virginia Tech on Monday night. I, I, yes, set, yes. Him, I set him on, uh, I said to him on uh, Twitter today, if you run into some loud LSU fan, ask him if he knows the Chinese bandits, and if they don't, they're frauds. <laughs> yeah, they're because in uh, 1958, the Chinese bandits were the defensive yep. unit. The, the third unit was the... Uh, they had the white team. They had the first team, and then they had a white team that played offense and the Chinese bandits that yep. played defense. They won the national championship. And I used to listen to them in full the Minnesota on a clear channel station down there because they were about the only team in the country playing night games mm-hmm. on Saturday. And I always remember the din in the background of an AM radio station. Yeah. It was just a constant, and then they'd start screaming and hollering and yelling. It was uh, a night game at LSU. I think is probably the most intimidating in college football. <laughs> it, it, it is. Uh, it's a spectacle. Yeah. I mean, I, okay, we got Alabama, we got Tennessee. They all care about football, but there's something about being out in in the swamps of LSU that oh, and yeah. football are made for each other. Yeah, right? and. They've been drinking all day. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like hardcore drinking all day. And boy, they, if, if this guy can only do it, they got their coach now, oh, Ed. Perfect. Ed, because he sounds exactly oh, like one of them. I think he's just an unbelievably great recruiter and yes, defense coordinator. But he, I can't just well, he went 4-44 four at <laughs> Ole Miss, didn't he? 4-44. Four yeah. four. Something, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. And, he, and I'm sure the talent was great. That he got for, well, and then Lane Kiffin gave him half the money in the world, yeah. right, to go to Southern Cal. Well, when I uh, I actually went out and saw Kiffin when the Vikings drafted Toby Gerhardt. I went out and did because he was from uh, Norco, uh, uh, California. It was a Corona, California, where they have the horses yeah. walk through the uh, – so I stopped off and saw Lane uh, to do a piece on him too and, and – Ed was there. He was he was his yeah. defense coordinator, and what a pair of those two! Well, they were paying, they were they were paying him like eight hundred thousand yeah. to recruit five years ago when that was a huge amount of money. How about him firing that Mad Canada after one year after bringing yeah. him in from Wisconsin, and now he's the interim head coach at Maryland. Maryland. Mm-hmm. What's your prediction? I don't think Durkin's coming Maryland? back. Oh God, no, he has no chance. No, see, it sounds like they may uh, wipe out. I think the AD is going to be gone too, and there's some talk that they may get the president too. 
Really? Wow. Well, when you have a student athlete die, yes, because you give just the worst possible Medicare medical care possible. Yeah, they didn't even they didn't check his temperature. There. Yeah, yeah, well, they had to. But the president is the guy who came out and said we take full yeah. responsibility. Yeah, he said moral, moral and legal responsibility. Yeah, yeah. You, do you, you think part of what's going on right now is trying to negotiate with the family? Yeah, and that's, that's probably saved their skin a little bit, too. Well, yeah. the funny thing is, Durkin's recruited like hell I know. for some reason. Yeah, I mean, he, well, he's a Maryland. good recruiter. I mean, he's he's known as a top-level recruiter, but he has zero chance of surviving. I mean, there's yeah. no way possible that he's going to keep his job you never had one thought that urban might uh, lose a job did you i didn't <laughs> well it's, you know i did initially and then when he came out with that statement yeah. that he uh notified his his, his bosses, boss gene smith yeah say what you will about it but i felt like that was probably going to provide him cover and uh be enough in their eyes to keep him but it, Pat, he put out another statement today yeah, asking asking people to just take the university's word for it, it's, right? It's like Urban, stop! You're yeah, not stop making talk. it better for yourself. Just stop like, talking. Yeah, and well, uh, people when he comes back for his first game, and a hundred thousand people give him a roaring oh, ovation, yeah. like he's a conquering hero, that'll be another I still, embarrassment. I for the life of me can't understand why he kept that coach on for three years, and I, I'm not buying uh, that he's, he's Earl indebted Bruce's, to Earl. I mean, yeah. it's got to be more than that. Yeah, it's uh, got to be. Um, is Wisconsin really the fourth best team in the country? I think so. You think sure. so? I think so. Are they that good defensively? Yeah, I mean they, they've lost some people, but that they're defensive. I mean they've kind of got that. You know, it used to be we'll just outscore you, we'll, we'll beat you to a pulp offensively, yeah. and just hang on. Whatever. Now they've they've established, uh, you know, with Jimmy Leonard now as their defense coordinator. It used to be Dave Aranda, now yeah. Jimmy Leonard. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got that thing rolling, and then obviously what they do, running the ball. Taylor's as good as anybody in the country. The quarterback's not bad. No, I, he's okay. at, best one they've had in a while. At the beginning of last year, I thought he was terrible. Yeah. And then you watched him at the end of the year, and he just got a lot better. And so they're they're pretty darn good. I could see them being a play. I, I picked them to be a playoff team. Barry likes Jimmy Leonard enough he actually paid him the yeah. cheapo. You know, <laughs> that's that's right. one thing that's made it hard for any coach there. Yeah. He won't pay the assistants. Yeah. Barry, Barry doesn't want anybody to make more money than him. Well, they saw <laughs> Leonard. Came, yeah, I know. Leonard came in. And was just a dynamite coach right off the bat, yeah. uh, secondary coach. And they knew, because Dave Aranda was not going to stay there. He was going to get a, a big-time no. job, either co- coordinator in the SEC Where's or head he coach. Where's he A&M now? Or no, yeah, he uh, LSU. It, I, don't, I don't know why he hasn't gotten a head coaching job, because I think that guy is just a brilliant. Okay, well, I don't they, know if they can just raise his salary again to a million eight. Well, do you see what Brent Venables at Clemson's yeah, got? Yeah, he's, another guy, that's, like $2 he's another guy that's been a coordinator forever. Why would you want to be a head coach if you can make one and a half million dollars being a coordinator and don't have to put up with all the nonsense? Hey, Chip, enjoy the fair, man. Thank you. Thanks for, uh, hey, and, uh, thanks for having me on yes, all these years. Yes, I really sir. appreciate it. It's all right. been a blast. Chip Scott, we'll talk to you next week, and then we'll, yeah, we'll say it. to him. Patrick, I was just talking to the pride of the Chanhassen Redbirds. Wow. Cannon Marsha Strand over there. The Redbirds are playing uh, tomorrow night against the Meesville Mudheads, baby. Two-time defending champs. Whoever win that, wins that game only has to win one more. That's right. State champs. That's right. And, you know, I, I'm a, I mean, I'm impartial, of course, because I'm a yes. respected journalist, but go Redbirds. I mean, I'm not cheering for Meesville tomorrow. Come on. Well, Meesville won, and uh, who's uh, who's their ace chucker now, Meesville, do you know? I have. Uh, I, I should know. But I don't off the top Chan of my head. Who's Chan's ace? Uh, we've got uh, 
Spitzak, Logan Spitzak is the ace pitcher for the uh, Chaney Redbirds. Now uh, they uh, uh, class B. You can't recruit. Uh, you can't add anybody, right? No Correct. Dra- no draftees. No, nope, so. no draftees. Okay, no draftees. And the uh, pitching preacher tomorrow night, seven thirty. Yep. Right. Yep. And uh, who who's uh, pitching for the other? Yo, you got to face an Odegaard. We got Odegaard for the uh, Plato Blue Jays tomorrow Ooh, night in New Prague. That'll be uh, that will be a whale of a ball game. Uh, it'll be uh, it'll be rapid. Did Plato swing the bats? Uh, I don't. Well, they they won their last game one to nothing, but I know they ran into a pretty good pitcher um, that that they were facing for uh, Luxembourg. That was pretty good. So I I don't know. It's going to be. We've never played the Plato Blue Jays, so it'll be a heck of a show. That's what I love about the state amateur tournament. You get to face all these teams that you know nothing about. It's fantastic. Well, if we get down there tomorrow and it's eight to nothing, I'm not going to leave. Right. I'll wait. I'll wait. You I'll learned wait. your lesson. I'll wait for the Lakers comeback. I've always blamed that on Judd. Judd said, "Let's get the hell out of here." Yes, he yeah. did. And even you were though, saying, "You know what?" Even though I was driving. <laughs> And it was uh, my uh, Pat. My we came brother. back and won nine to eight. You're blaming me. You're <laughs> kidding me. That was pretty great. That's one of the great comebacks in sports history. That right was there. fantastic. Because they, Manny, they had no chance. That was a Green Isle Irish. <laughs> That's right? right. That was wow. Green Isle. Yeah. Krieger's never recovered from that. No, he hasn't. Let me forgive that one. No, forget no. that one. That's well, for sure. Me, it should be the other way around. You should never let him forget. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Minnesota State Fair, the final hour of the ride ever at the Minnesota State Fair. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.